Hey, how are you? Uh, uh, exhausted, tired, overwhelmed, hanging in there. I'm still on cloud nine, though, for this week. I mean, this week definitely, uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday was, uh, but Wednesday, Thursday was cloud nine. Like, it was like, it made my week awesome. Um, but yeah, not about me, it's about this brother right here. Man, awesome. How are you? Hey, man. How are you doing? Awesome as I can. I'm That's so excited. It. Andy, you know that um, I met our guest um, when I was on the July 1st uh, open mic. So, and are you curious at all how that went? Yeah, please tell us. Tell us how this all Matt. happened. Matt, what did you think about the whole experience? I mean, shoot so i do this every saturday my show at queen mm -hmm. kegs too and so really it was just like one of those saturdays where you know it's great because i like having so i've had like so many different people from different states even different countries come out to my show i mean i've had people from australia people from brazil south africa come out to my show and then you know people from other states too it's always a great feeling when you get other people from out of state knowing that you have an event and I, honestly i thought that was one of the best shows like you know around that time too you know like so you hear that andy you hear that yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's well, awesome i gotta tell you matt i i'm so grateful to you because i think i definitely broke some of the etiquette even though I, you're totally cool you're uh, you run a fantastically oh, awesome job but I'm like, so there is no filter in my shows none i was like can you let me get back sorry go ahead they're not ready they're not ready children are not ready to go to the shows yet they don't know they don't know about the authenticness behind open mics and stuff they're not ready yet <laughs> yeah like with me like it's no holds barred like anything goes like if i'm hosting an open mic it's anything goes like i allow anything even if all hell breaks loose you know like oh just go with it you know so i feel you and that's the fun part you know i like the unexpected i don't know what to expect so word <laughs> the element of surprise there's nothing wrong with that i think that's what makes the show that's what makes an atmosphere even awesome because you don't know you know what i'm saying so um yeah man uh i wanted to, i guess what the first question i wanted to ask is can you describe like okay no all right i, I feel like I'm, I'm skipping ahead okay so talk to me about the poetry about what you do what made you decide hey this is what i want to do and then how did the open mic come about as far as wanting to start your own open mic all right so i told this story plenty of times <laughs> You I don't think you told the story, but you referenced the story when I was there. Yeah, and it's pretty much a long story, but I'll do the short version. So a couple years back, I wanted to do music, and, and obviously that did not pan out because the people that were in this quote-unquote band, I call it the band that never was, they were really toxic people. So anyways... My time around them was so, like, not only was it toxic, it was very, like, it was Jerry Springer-esque. 
Like, oh, I could no. definitely make a movie out of it. Because, so basically, the gist of it, this girl that was in the band, you know, I was helping her out. She was going through a rough time and whatnot. So, anyways, there was another guy in the band. And they were kind of like an item, but what she was doing was she was basically cheating on her girlfriend behind her back. So, yeah. you can kind of see where this is kind of heading. So, being around that and with them, at the time, they pretty much didn't have a place to stay at. So, I was kind of around them all the time. And eventually, got away from all that. And, and you know, once I got away from all that, it was basically like, wow, like, what did I expect? You know, like, I never, at that time, didn't encounter anything like that. So, I eventually, one night, I was talking to a buddy of mine. Hadn't talked to him in months, and I was telling him, like, this story, like, more in depth. And as I'm telling this story, I'm like, I need to tell the story in front of a crowd. So within that month, I started looking at events that did storytelling. So I saw this one place did uh, storytelling events, and I eventually got to tell that story like a couple months down the line, but I did tell a story a month later. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I knew right then and there, like, I just want to be on stage. I love to write. It don't matter what it is, a story, poem, you name it. So started writing more. And yeah, so, so anyways, how I started doing the open mic. So I eventually, um, so well, COVID happened, and I was, was like really like not in a good state of mind because I was so bummed. I was like, man, I'm actually hitting my stride as a performer. But then when stuff opened back up slowly, I saw that Twin Kegs 2 had, had a comedy night. And many people were like, oh, man, you should try comedy. So I went there one night on a comedy night, not knowing it was was an open mic. I thought it was, but it wasn't. So, anyways, that night they were like, oh, it's a book show, but since you're here and lots of people couldn't make it out, we'll let you have, like, three minutes. Alright, cool. So, did comedy that night and told a corny joke about, you know, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck a woodchuck could chuck wood to this guy that had his girlfriend. He was like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, well, that's because you ain't got no wood. But, um, but you're like cement, takes you two days to get hard. Anyways, I did that corny-ass joke. And, yeah, so, but after that night, I started going to their comedy nights. And then eventually the bar owner there, he was looking for more events throughout the week. And I just went up to him one night, like, hey, I know you do comedy nights, music nights. Is it cool if I just host my own show? And originally, I wanted to be more storytelling-based, but... To me, like, spoken word is words spoken to me. Like, it could be poetry. It could be storytelling. Like, I allow all types of, you know, forms of spoken word. So, and since then, that's pretty much how my show came to be there at Twin Kegs 2 every Saturday. And this September will be three years I've been doing it, which is wow. crazy. Three Remember years. it like it was yesterday. Been performing for four because I started 
performing in July of 2019. So it's been a crazy ride. Wow. For That's sure. Pretty crazy for sure. Word. Wow, that is I'm just trying to absorb everything Matt is just telling us right yeah. now. This is crazy. <laughs> because it's like I said, I, it is always an origin story behind a situation. Yeah. But it's but isn't it crazy how like what was toxic you were able to manage that situation in a way that you turned it into a positive situation and now here you are doing your own event and it's crazy because like you're doing your thing in a comedy hour situation and it, it became like hey can i do my own thing and then here you are now three four years later now and it's like that that's just awesome man literally um, pun intended too <laughs> oh yeah for sure and there's like so many other like stories i could probably tell on here but it probably take up the whole show so oh, i ain't trying to hey it's all... about you bro it's all about yeah. you so how is that like like when it comes to hosting because this is a pretty interesting thing and i think i'm glad you mentioned the whole bring your own show and now you've been doing it for three years what um like let's say somebody wanted to do their own thing what advice can you give somebody let's say if they want to do that thing for the whole first time and wait hold on angelo hold on Christ, no. and, and then also like, like, what is the, like, like, realistically, like, what is the pros and cons with that kind of a situation? Like, because I know, I, I feel like it's an awesome situation, but also it's like, you know, grass ain't always going to the other side if you don't play your cards right type situation. But like, in your perspective, can you, like, walk us through that? For example, like, if you were going to do your first open mic, you're going to host it. What, what, what would you, you know, what he said? I mean, so when I first started hosting, like, I've obviously been on stage but obviously never hosted so the way i did it was so like i said i was doing like the comedy open mics not hosting but just performing on those open mics and the host for that open mic he was just like you know he would always say some like you ready to start this shit so i kind of just like okay like not really like so also too another thing so about me when I was younger, I used to love um, pro wrestling, like WWF. Oh and like back to then, you know, yeah, had like all these over the top characters like Stone Cold, Steve Austin, The Rock, uh, Undertaker was my, my favorite. But, you know, as I got, got older, you know, really like pro wrestling's pretty much like storytelling in its own way. It's an art form. So, in a way, just like, I guess looking up to those kind of characters, I kind of like kind of made kind of like when I'm on stage, you get me, but it's kind of more of an amplified version. And, you know, some of those guys, they may be playing a character, but there were some wrestlers that actually like live their character, you know, just when they were wrestling, it was just more amped up. So that's how I kind of took it, you know, as a host, like, all right, I'll, you know, get on the mic, say some crazy thing. I'll, I don't know lots of times because i just wing it you know i go with the flow like i because i really base the crowd's energy like okay i feel pretty lagged and be like how y'all doing tonight but if i'm not like in a really good mood be like y'all ready to start this fucking show you know so nice. yeah yeah and i want to say um, uh hi to my buddy cole up there so hey, watching this hey, hello cole yeah hey, cole thanks for watching Thanks for checking this out. So um, on, I like how you talked about like how you start the show, but what, how did you, um, 
like what if what's the what should you not do as the host or if you're building an open mic for uh, a crowd of people what? like what's, what's not like what has like not worked like have you ever had a night that just kind of went off because something just didn't work out I mean, it's open, oh, it's open mic poetry, who knows? But I, you tell me you have a lot of crazy stories, so did you yeah, have a I mean, that was I mean, weird? Honestly, though, I haven't really dealt with... Um... Now, all right, there may have been, like, one show... Okay. ...where um, it was an open mic, and um, let's just say they, uh, some people that were at that show, there was, like, a little bit of uh, drama with certain people being there, and this one lady who I get along with fine. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna mention any names, but uh, she was kind of already drinking a lot and she saw one of the poets up there and was kind of uh, basically when that poet got up she was like kind of like being a heckler pretty much during her set. Like she oh, was wow. like, like, you know, when everyone else went up she was like I mean she was drunk and we can kind of hear her like all the way at the bar, but she wasn't like, you know, being that obnoxious to her. Like she wasn't doing that intentionally, but when that specific poet went up, she was just kind of like, yeah, you know, and you know, some poets were kind of looking at me like, but, also too, but also too, my, my buddy there that brought her there was like trying to get her to like, you know, calm down a bit. So those poets now, if he hadn't been, now, if he hadn't been there, I don't know what could have happened, happened. Oh, you know, because he was pretty much sitting with her. So if he wasn't there, I probably would have been like, um, like, because I got along with her fine. I didn't want to, like, specifically call her out and then, you know, be a shouting match. But, uh, you know, I probably would have just went up and be like, hey, I know you don't like her. Just calm down a little bit, you know, like, or probably tell the bar like, <laughs> so, because the bar right. owner is really cool, so. So, what, yeah, what, that's what do you, really what like do you, the time. yeah, that's, that's a real challenge, see, that's what I'm saying, especially when you're hosting an event, trying to deal with hecklers, trying to deal with people, this is like, you want everyone to have a good time, but yeah, there's, there's, there's always that one situation, it's like, oh, crap, you know, like, like, what you just did, you, you were talking about, like, like, yeah, I, I forgot, I was gonna ask a question, and I, Oh, I hate when that happens. She lost my train of thought. It's Don't right. come back I, to me. I got a but... question for him. I got a question for him. So if you remember, just stop me. So like the night we went, I was pretty impressed. Because again, if you're just joining us, we are interviewing Matt Awesome. It's Matt Awesome at Instagram. Cheers, anyone um, drinking. And on July 1st, yeah. I got to participate in this Saturday, which happens every Saturday. And this September will be three years of hosting his live open mic in Nashville. And if you're ever in Nashville, check it out because it was a very good time. The bar was really nice. There's a bar cat. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, Luna. a bar cat, first of all. Can't well, go wrong with that. And it was so nice. We actually had it on the patio, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I know it was on the patio. Um, but we had like a family. We had like a couple that was on a date. We had like a table of like, I want to say like between 20 year olds of just like a bunch of females that were having like a girls' night. And then the yeah. couple of people who wanted to perform. Do you think that Nashville has the most um, non-poet fans that show up to shows? Oh. Or in Man. your experience, um, how great was that? that? That's a good question. That's actually a great question, Angela. Because I was really shocked by that. Because I was like, 
who likes poetry but poets? But there was like a whole conglomerate of different types of people that were there. It was really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's so I didn't really realize how big spoken word really is in Nashville. Because when I first started doing my event, and this, and keep in mind, this is like a few months after like everything was shut down. So when I started doing my event, I thought I was the only one that had a spoken word event, at least during that time. But then months later, I would get, you know, these two ladies. They came out to my show one night and they mentioned, hey, uh, you know, there's another like poetry event happening. I was like, oh, really? I've never heard of it. But they told me about this event and I was like, you know what? I may check it out. So I checked it out this one place. And when I got there, it was like, so it was hosted by these, uh, this poetry group. And I was like, oh, wow, like they got a lot of people coming out to their shows. I'm kind of glad I went out. So it kind of gave me a chance to, you know, network and stuff. Um, but as I'm there, I, there was like this feeling because I didn't know what I was going to say. And not many people knew me there. So when I went up, I told this story and, you know, I told this story plenty of times on stage. But when I told it, I could feel like Half the crowd was like, man, that was awesome. That was funny. But then the other half was like, who the hell let this guy on the stage? You know, oh, because wow. they never knew what to expect. Because I'm like a much different cat from like, like a lot of other performers out there. So, and that's what I've kind of like learned like my, my like throughout the years. So I was like, I ain't trying to get all in depth in it, but. So I was actually in a poetry group myself, but I just left it about maybe months ago. And, you know, do you, do you, you know, if that's what you like, you know, all power to you. But to me, I just feel like it's such a um, clickish environment, which I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of like poetry clicks as it is, like not with them personally, but like, it's just like, I, I'd rather, like, kind of stand out, be my own person, you know. I will say this. And grow as a performer yeah. because I'd rather, like, stand out differently. I don't want to be, like, oh, I'm a part of, you know, this group and be a follower. When I've been kind of more of a, like, leader, do my own thing, you know, I, I mean, shoot, I may have, like, a lot of friends. I may be in a lot of, like, friend cliques as it is, but I kind of call myself, like, the lone wolf of the wolf pack like mm, I'll, okay. I'll come like i'll be with y'all not every time but when i'm there i'm there so i will i i i well, hold on. I, I, was gonna say, I definitely relate to, i definitely relate to him on that because even like in my first like years ago you know before i became a father and got married of course yeah. um but yeah. i used to cause, you know it's funny because i've been in different circles but it's weird, right? Because I'm the same way in that regard. Like, I'm there, I'm there. If I'm not there, it is what it is. But even though on paper, I seem to fit in, but I always felt like I was always out of place. But somehow yeah. it somehow worked. But it's like, I'm okay if I'm not around certain circles all the time kind of guy. I'm like, okay, it's cool, great. I'm okay if I'm not there all the time. And it's like everything you just said, I definitely relate to you in that 
way. But then I've had friends that took that shit personal, and I'm just right. like, why take it right. personal? It's something personal. I just don't. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. My whole thing is okay. You're cool, but I, I just don't feel like fucking with you today. Like right. I just don't want to hang out with you. It's nothing personal. It's just what it is. Like, like what's the problem? You know? But yeah, I, I just like it should just be like a one big community. You know, I really don't feel like it should be like, you know, even though all the clicks, as far as I know, get along with each other. It's just like, I just think it should just be one big community. There really shouldn't be any like clicks, you know, per se. You know, I mean, and, you know, I guess it could be kind of like, you know, like with music, like bands are just, you know, bands, you know. You know, there may be like the lead singer may be in multiple bands, but other than that, you know, it's not really like click heavy per se. But yeah, yeah, because I don't really, I definitely see that in like the yeah. local music scene. So, oh my god, now he's speaking my language right now. That's so why I'm just like, <laughs> yes, like, oh my god, oh, I'm like, seeing a lot of people that are loving what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, because it's so true. It's so it is, like Angela, oh, hi, yo, Angela, yeah. you know, you know how I feel about the clickbait shit, like just the whole click thing. You know how I, I feel. That's why when he said what he said, I've traveled oh. different places. You know, and you know, I've been throughout the U.S. a couple of places, and it's not unique to Nashville. There are yeah. really, like again, it's really bizarre to me. Why are we ha like having feuds with each other, beef with each other, drama with each other? We're poets and open mic and spoken word artists. Like we're actually hurting each other by not supporting each other. Yeah, and like so the thing is, doubling the pot, we're dividing the pot. Right. But back in the day, it used to be like that in the poetry community. Back in the day, 2018, 2019, 2020, it was like life. that. I mean, I mean, no, but that's what I'm saying. But, but I could just admit, I'm saying now, back in the day, behind the screen, it was like that. I, I yeah. seen the thick of all that. But to, to hear that, okay, this is actually happening outside as well, makes you wonder, like, damn, like, like what's going on? I thought the main purpose is to us to enjoy art, express our words, Hey, let's just have a good time. It's all you unify, just share work. Like, what's this competition or what's this, like you said? It's like, like trying to what? develop an elitist attitude. I don't know. I just don't know. It is not that deep, though. Like, yeah. So, amen. Thank you, Matt, for saying what you and said. Like, that, I feel like know, that needed to be said. Oh, I appreciate it. But another thing I want to add is, like, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but the reason why I love doing my shows is, like, it's different. Because if I go to another poetry event, I just feel like it's kind of like the same kind of crowd and shit like that. And whereas my show, yeah, I may get my regulars, but like everyone there's different. I mean, shoot, you know, like, you know, we got at my show, you get like a diverse, like just different kind of people. So, you know, that's yeah. all I got to say. Like, you know, like it's just different like it's not like the same kind of you know people you know there not the yeah. same kind of crowd not the same kind of like you know like people that share like the same exact viewpoints kind of thing because i get people there that may have different viewpoints 
and whatnot. But thing is, is like they may have different viewpoints, but everyone that comes out to my show on a regular basis, we all, you know, get along. And that's what's kind of missing because there's just so yeah. much division in this world as it is. Like we don't need to be seeing, you know, more of it. So that's oh my God. just kind of my stance on it. <laughs> Amen. Hey, praise the Lord. Oh, my God. Yo, oh, you weren't joking, Angela, when you said it was going to be an awesome live. You were not joking. Like, never oh. about our greater that's how ever. I feel. You're putting into words that I could not express how I felt about that. Everything you're saying is exactly what I've been feeling for fucking years. And you're just putting it in. Yeah, it is what it is. Like, I'm oh, just, shit. That's what I'm like. And I'm just. Just glad you know there's people out there that agree with my statement on that so i really appreciate it it means a lot oh my god and it seems like a lot of communities too like um i i mentioned it yesterday so i'm not gonna mention today so me and angela went to this um bar place by my by my area i live in bayonne and i was doing some research for my wife and it turns out like that form of art is missing in that town but it seems to be a high demand for it, right? But again, like that town in particular, I'm not, I'm not trying to bash Bayonne or anything like that, but it seems like there's so many things that I feel like if we can just bring something that's different to the plate then everybody could all agree on, like you said, like, let's mm -hmm. just have a good time. Like you said, like, let's just enjoy. Right. Let's, let's, it's already, it's, this world, like you said, is so divided as it is. Like, can we kind of stop already? Like, yeah. can we just shut up more and listen more? Maybe we can understand more, you know? And it's it, it's sad that this is what it's come down to. So like I said, I'm glad you're saying what you're saying because it's so fucking true, bro. Like, you know, you weren't playing, Angela. You were not joking around when you said this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. what about Andy? Do you want to hear some of Matt's work? Yes, please. please. How about we All give right. an example? Because if you're just joining us, we're uh, featuring our interview with uh, It's Matt Austin, who hosts an in-person open mic every Saturday. I think it starts at 6, or you show up at 6? Yes, yes, 6, 6 o'clock, yep. sometimes. Well, after 6, because I do get people that show up late. Yeah. But, but it's that's, awesome. that's I another reason why it's kind of like out in the... That's kind of like also, why it's out on the patio now, because it's like... Because they usually do music after me. Oh. And, you know, this year, it's crazy. Like, it's actually been booming, my spoken word event. So because yeah. of how booming it is, that way I ain't got to rush anyone to get off for music to start inside. Just have it outside. And if it's nice out and have people as much time as they want. So, all right. Uh, I got to read off <laughs> my stuff. So. Anyways, lots of my stuff is untitled. All right, so I'm going to do, like, some rhyme, like, ones that rhyme. So this is, like, some stuff I've written, like, years ago. All right, so this one actually has a title. Earthly Feels. I don't know if I did this on July 1st, but. So this one goes, uh, lies behind closed doors as they drink on the cores had to do that all around me is love yeah i see the strings pull like the gov really i could play that game thing is i do it 
and I'm still the same. Can't say that for some I know. Hell, I might as well paint my face like the crow. Yeah, I'll probably get shot. A shot of whiskey from someone hot. At least, I hope. Unless they got that dope. Don't make me forget about some shit except a time I could see a tit and not be looked upon as a creep one to go balls deep. Boy, was I born in the wrong generation. Everywhere now, nothing but segregation. Call me fucking strange, because quite honestly, I ain't gonna change. Value your damn worth before you depart Earth. So that was that one right there. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's probably oh. one of my favorite ones I've written. I think you did that one on July 1st. I remember yeah, the I probably, line for sure. Yeah, I did. Um, it, and uh, we're definitely getting some of people in the chat, and I completely agree. They love the tone in the voice. Yes. Good. Um, I appreciate y'all. You have that draw. You definitely have that draw, and you play your I do. <laughs> Andy, what did you um, think of this? Yeah, I'm just, wow. Um, I'm going to read the comments. Congratulations to the growth. Um, I love how the talk completely changes when he reads. You can tell he's a true performer. Matt, awesome. Damn right. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, um, wow. That's such a, such a, wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I got I to gotta let this sink in because that is so, oh, my God. Angela, please help me out here. Of course, of course. I really enjoyed it. But um, you said that's one of your favorite ones. How come that's one of your favorite ones to perform or to read aloud? Honestly, the, the like, punch of the I, line? it's just one of those ones. It's kind of, um, it's kind of unique. Like, I like, there's kind of, like, really no... Like, that one just really had, like, no meaning behind it, I guess. It was just, like, a bunch... Like, I was like, all right, I just feel like writing whatever comes to mind. And that night, like, most nights when I do write, I'm, like, drinking or, in a rare instance, maybe smoking a joint. But when I wrote that, I was like, I don't know. Like, as I'm writing, like, just random things in my head, like, I was like, you know what? Like... This I'm getting down with this, like, and I don't know. I just liked it, you know. It was just that one just really had no meaning behind it. So, so you did that one again. It's really like a writing. It was like a like I'm a writing technique or a writing practice, and to see how you can string those lines together, 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 together. I mean, you say it didn't mean anything, but you actually told a story. I mean, there was a story there. Yeah. You were kind of. So, I, I mean, definitely, maybe not have a personal meaning to you, but you definitely were communicating a feeling, right. an essence, a, a, a type of generation or something. Wouldn't you agree, Andy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. Definitely agree with you on that one. And plus, that one, like, uh, at that time, I was like, I don't know, all my poems back then were rhymes. I kind of, like, gotten away from that, but, I mean, I don't know. It was just like, oh, this word rhymes. Like, I don't know. Plus, too, it also gave me a chance to, like, use some, you know, words that I normally don't really use, like the gov and, you know, like, other, like, you know, the cores, crow, you know, stuff like that. It was just like, all right, I'm like, see how this goes, so. <laughs> but, yeah, I got a, 
other ones I can do. I'll, I'll do like a more recent one. I probably did this one on July 1st too. Well, I'll um, let you know. It's okay. Uh, they didn't hear it. This one, so this one does, does not have a title. Okay. And this is probably one of my other ones that I kind of like because it's kind of how, you know, it's kind of how I feel, you know, about uh, lots of things. But um, all right. this isn't the direction I had planned to go. Your dream right there for the taking. You f feel it and sense it right before your eyes. Then all of a sudden, you're vanquished. Somehow you screwed your shot of putting that final nail in that coffin. There's absolutely nothing you can do to rectify the damnest wrong of them all i failed myself no need to feel sorry the ones who should be sorry are the ones that tried to take away what i would kill to remain sane in these trenches they forgot who the lone wolf was in the wolf pack should have known better not to take money off my table. Sins they will pay soon enough. What you see here on this stage isn't a hero you can look up to or paints themselves to be another victim. Rather, the one who is for real. I don't need guidance from those who will never understand me. When they can't comprehend their own hypocrisy because they're fucking delusional. Always proclaiming to go higher in this life. Yes, since the start of the devolution, you massive narcissistic egos are at an even flow. I see how this creation crumbling plays out. No rainbows or dark clouds in the sky. A slow, agonizing, painful death of deceit within the lies of those ass clowns. Yo, that's, you know, it's funny. I was visualizing a lot when you were saying mm -hmm. Talk about that piece. Mm. That was wow. You know what I thought about? It's like it's not the Wow Wow West cowboy fight, but it's after the fight. It's what's going through his mind after he fought, after he won the victory of that. Okay, we're gonna yeah. throw the guns. It's after the fact. He's walking out, his hat is off, he's just reminiscing everything that he went through to get to that drawing fight, but then now it's like, okay, he's just walking away, he's just reminiscing. He's just, this is the things that are going through his head, and now he's just sitting down, like just thinking about everything that's led to that fight. And now it's like, okay, so what next kind of thing? That's what I got out of that. It was crazy. Yeah. And I seen this guy wearing all black. Like, it's, you know, that's <laughs> the vision I got from this piece. And then I felt like you, your voice, the way you were talking, the way you were saying those words, it was like you were, like you were the narrator as he's reminiscing. Like, you're telling the story from a different perspective, and it's like, yo, that's what I got out of that. Yeah, and I was also, yeah, I also 
had this conversation with this uh, one poet, like, probably a few weeks ago. And she mentioned, like, you know, I just like whenever you do a piece. Like, I just like your delivery and how you put, like, emphasis on certain words that actually, you know, actually give it more meaning, you know, which I thought, like, and I've always liked, and I think, you know, watching, you know, back in the day when wrestlers would talk shit, you know, I guess that's kind of, you know, how I got that too aspect, you know, so. Wow. Pretty good. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm a, yeah, that was an awesome piece right there. Literally, I'm pun intended too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my god, that was good. That was wow. Again, Angela, you weren't joking when you told me we we're in for a rude awakening. That's exactly what this was. Yes, well, wow. Andy, you were delivering the ones for me, so here I brought one for you. <laughs> and it's crazy. Wow. Like um, I didn't know what to expect tonight because so I've always been more of a. You know, I got to do everything on stage. This is actually my first, like, maybe virtual performance slash interview. You wow. know, so exclusive first. Yeah, exclusive yep. here on Rival Influence. And um, Queen Lebrotti says you are a genius. And Bonita yeah, Coach, you said you're absolutely right. That's coming in high praise. We also heard uh, Matthew McConaughey's voice coming out. Like, that, we're, we're oh, that draw. Oh, where is that? Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look for that comment. His voice and accent is giving me, yeah, Matthew McConaughey from the movie Days and Confused. <laughs> to which I think I described the cadence and the flow in that voice is just, you're like swirling a glass of honey bourbon almost. You know what I mean? It's, it's yes. warm. Yes. It's oh, yeah. warm. It's it's slow but it's not it's hitting in all the right, right. spots you know what i mean right. that's what you're saying that's how you do that so what did you always were you always able to kind of emphasize the right words or did that come over time through the performances through doing that so many times oh I man did you always have that have style? Say, i'd probably say i've always like had this habit of like you know there was like certain words you know i'd like have a certain cadence or i would have emphasis on certain words if i'm really feeling that when you were writing it are you that's when you're yeah it? and I'm, I'm gonna go like so you're hearing how you would perform it so you write how right, you perform yeah. it okay cool mm, okay like i'm gonna say this like this yeah okay okay i get that oh uh, see like I, I that's that's that yeah that's a very interesting thing um because when i'm writing i'm just writing on a piece of paper, whatever comes to my mind, but I never think about like what you said. Okay, if I read it, how's it gonna sound when I read it? I, I think about yeah. that after the fact, like I say, okay, hey, I'm gonna read this piece, but I'm like, I never really think about how it's gonna be read until I actually read it. And sometimes I'll read it to myself a few times. I'm like, mm, okay, this is interesting. But it's interesting in your case, it's it's a little different, which I think is very is very unique. Yeah. Do you write out loud, or are you still writing silently? Oh, I'm right silently, but I can like envision like how I would. You can hear it. In yeah, your head. especially on stage because when I'm on stage, you know, after you know a couple drinks, you know, I'm like in that. I get that right kind of buzz, that right kind of you know high, and it's like all right. You bring the nerves. Like, not not necessarily nerves, but you bring the nerves down, and then you're ready to go. But he, I mean, I can like perform like sober. Of course. But. but I, I mean, I don't know. It's, just it's, part it's of the better act when it's in the atmosphere. It's part of that voice, right? Like, I just like having like 
like a good buzz and just go from there, you know? Because it's yeah, just a better cool. performance, I feel like. So for you, that's cool. I like I said, it to me, it's almost more like in getting my your mind set because you're going to be that. It's not like a character because you are yourself, but it's a little yeah. bit of exaggerated. So you kind of want that. But it brings more of that emotion in, pretty much. Hmm. So interesting. Interesting. What do you think about that, Andy? No, I, I agree with everything you guys are saying i'm again i'm just trying to embrace everything you guys are saying because it's so to me i feel like i'm always learning from you guys every time you bring people in or we're just having a conversation like we're having right now with our guests it's like i'm learning so much more like it inspires me to want to push my like like for my for my words or how i write to push the envelope if that makes sense and then Bonita Pochi says, Daisy Confused is one of my favorite movies of all time. A total vibe and fighting for yourself and your rights while celebrating summer, is what she said. Mm. But yeah, um, I'm always learning. Um, I feel like when we do stuff like this, we should always learn more and push the envelope in our writing and or whatever art that we do, you know. So um, I'm just embracing everything, honestly. That's pretty cool. Uh, and did you have any more questions on the top of your head? Because I know I usually... Um, actually, no, because I'm on... Again, I'm just enjoying this whole combo. I, I don't ever really have any questions, you to mentioned be wrestling. Ever since you mentioned wrestling, it's been like... Andy's been like super <laughs> ecstatic, right? Oh, my God, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like... I feel like wrestling has... It's changed dramatically. Like, even though there's like AEW now, and this, because I'm more like independent wrestling. I like New Japan Pro Wrestling now rather than WWE, because WWE is too kind of overproduced for me. So, like, mm -hmm. I'll watch a clip here and there, but it's one of those, like, okay, like, whatever. But um, there's something about wrestling outside of WWE that's so different, because their type of yeah. storytelling is so different. And I feel like poetry is that same way. Oh, yeah. Well, I just want to say to our friends that are just coming in that we are interviewing Matt Awesome, who has amazing in-house, real in ARL, Nashville, Tennessee, um, open mic every Saturday. But you also have, I think you have one on another day of the week, too, that sometimes Oh, yeah. yeah so uh, once a month, uh, I have a another open mic in Gallatin, Tennessee, which is How like 30 minutes you? out from, yeah, 30 minutes out from Nashville at our spot that's the name of the bar on the third tuesday of every month from seven to eight or eight thirty depending on when people show up and interesting so you actually manage two different shows in two different locations one's weekly and one's uh every third tuesday yeah yep um what what's it like managing two different spaces are they the vibes the same or they have different so, so um well Definitely the uh, vibe is different mm -hmm. because one, one, the Gallatin one, so the Twin Kegs one I've been doing it for so long and it's weekly. I would think like, like the monthly one would bring a lot of people in, but that's been the opposite. Now, I just started mm -hmm. doing our spot since February of this year. Okay. And, that, you're three and, years in almost. Yeah. The other yeah, but our spot, I just started doing it in February because I wanted to do another venue. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because it was nearby my house. And plus, it'd be like, all right, this is different. And having a monthly event, I would see more people coming. Mm -hmm. But that hasn't really been the case. I don't know if it's because a lot of other poets just live 
because there are poets that live not just in Nashville. I mean, you got poets that live in Murfreesboro, Franklin, Antioch, and that's just, you know, a much further drive for them to come out to Gallatin. So that, I mean, that could be a reason why, or, I mean, that's probably like the reason why it hasn't been picking up, even though, because I would think if it's monthly, people would show up more compared to weekly, because it's weekly. If it's weekly, people people could be like, oh, we can just come back next week. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's like other events that are happening on Saturdays too. So, Mm -hmm. but it's crazy because last year, Twin Kegs, I wasn't really bringing in many people, but this year it's like, wow, I'm actually getting consistent people like almost every week. And, you know, it's just like, like, it's been pretty fun doing it it's probably like the best year i've done my show there but i don't know i mean i'm i don't know how long i'll be doing it at our spot i'll give it another um couple month maybe another month see you know how it goes because the last two times like it was really bad weather mm-hmm. you know and people didn't want to drive out in the rain i get it but then this past week no one didn't really come because it was sunny out, people would be like, and plus school just started, so people would be like, oh. But I don't know, it could be like the day, too. Mm-hmm. But, well, I have a question, but, too. Um, other than, obviously, your Instagram, do you guys do any other advertisings for those, like, locally or at all, or do the bars advertise? I mean, I, I, you know, pretty much promote it on all my mm-hmm. social media that I have. Um, now, I do know my Twin Kegs one's, like, on Eventbrite. Okay. And, like, Mm. other like websites that i don't know about because uh the bar owner you know he promotes you know all his events on like different sites i don't know how our spot really does it so that you know that could be it now to be fair is any uh like lonely you know elderly you know person like myself could just go on eventbrite and say oh there's an open mic i can go to it because like i mean like i said at twin kegs i've had people from australia and south africa come out to my show so people all over the world know about my twin kegs event our spot you know not many people probably not know it because i mean one it's not in nashville you know also so that could be another reason um but i don't know i mean our spot i mean i'd love the venue i it's yeah, got great food. it will grow like I said, yeah I, like you said it's only a couple of months in you're only six months in and plus yeah. two it's like it's a different like i said it's also a different crowd because the people that come out to my show at twin kegs they don't really come out to our spot either mm-hmm. and the people that do come out to our spot it's different crowd you know because there was this one lady that does her uh music night like bi-weekly and she literally came that night like she came to my show one night because she wanted to do um an event there bi-weekly and you know i met her there and you know she was like and i told her i was like oh i got a thing here in another hour and she's like oh really what's it about and i said poetry and even though she doesn't do poetry she's like oh i've been looking for poetry events for a while and i'm like well you know well, so she checked it out so yeah it's definitely different though because i do perform kind of different at our spot i don't know why you, you know it's not it? because the difference? 
I don't know. I just feel like, um, well, I don't know. Probably because, like, also, like, I know, like, at Twin Kegs, I pretty much, like, everyone knows who I am there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Our spot, I mean, there's people that, you know, see me there, but they don't really, like, know, know me, you know? Like, even, like, after our spot show is over, like, no one doesn't really stick around long enough. It's kind of the same thing with Twin Kegs, but, I mean, at Twin Kegs, at least I was able to have, like, long and depth conversations with, you know, my performers and people afterwards on nights when they don't leave early, whereas our spot, they're just kind of like, oh, let's, you know, get out, you know, like, you know, I don't really have, like, those in-depth conversations, you know, it's kind of more, I guess, small talk mm -hmm. also, so it's just kind of like, I don't know, but I am looking at more venues whenever I get some free time because it's been hectic for me lately, so I haven't really had time, but I'm definitely looking at some more venues. I'll probably still keep the air spot thing because they don't want it to end. Yeah, I, just I, think, I think they would be very interested in growing that. that. inspired me a lot, by the way. Today. Yeah. Yeah. That inspires me a lot, Angela. You know why that inspires well, me a lot. Because, uh, man, I don't know if you heard, but on October 20th, Andy and I are going to be hosting our first ever open mic. More details oh. to follow, but it's going to be in Bayonne, where Andy is from, New Jersey. So Yeah. We're, okay. like, we're so excited to hear that you've not only had success, but you're really enjoying it. You're still wanting to grow it to other areas. Because, um, uh, Andy, can you talk about, like, how you felt about the whole uh, Bayonne and Bayonne Talks and how they were looking for that? Is that... No, that so kind of what happened was... Bad? Okay, it's... Yeah, so I've always looked for a way to expand, right? Of Like, even beyond the, the poetry community here, right? Like, I know... Because a lot of people uh, I interact with here, they're, they live in Jersey, they live in New York, they live in Philly, they live in Maryland, they live in Ohio. I know two people who live in Ohio besides Angela. And it's just like, you know, what if I can do... Because so, I know some of them are willing to come through and travel, so it's just one of those things, like, wait a minute, they live nearby. How can I do something where we can do it in person using this platform? And I was asking my wife about it because I know she had a friend that used to do these open mics, and it was just like once in a while they would do at this other place called Ty O'Brien's. I said, yo, but what if we pick a spot that would, you know, where can we do it? Because this particular spot, um, Ty O'Brien's, for whatever reason, that's not something they do all the time. It's just, they just don't care about that kind of stuff. But when um, I went on Bayonne Talks on Facebook, because, you know, every place in the world has their own community page for the city or the borough or the state they live yeah. in or whatever and my wife said hey is there any spots they know about it they kept saying jersey city jersey city hoboken or whatever and then a uh, uh, multiple people said oh you know we don't have that at bayon it'll be nice to have that whether it's poetry or music they don't have that and that's why i looked at my wife and i said you know what i want to capitalize on that because it was like maybe 20, 30 comments on that one post that my wife asked. I'm like, I got to capitalize on this. I'll be stupid if I didn't do it. And this is pretty much what happened. I brought the idea to Angela. And on Wednesday, we went to this place called Shorty's because that seems to be the spot that everybody has positive reviews on. And we spoke to the owners. We had the conversation. And October 20th will be one of the first ones we're going to do. So I'm excited. I already have um, three people who said, yeah, they're, they're down to come through and to participate and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, awesome. 
and then I have another person that um that's gonna try to get some of her um publishing people because she publishes as well. So there's some people who do live in New York, who live in Jersey, who live in Philly, and that they're gonna come through. Or at least they're gonna try to arrange something once I get more details on it. But um, I've never done anything like this before, so to me, it's like this is a leap of faith. You know, and, and like hearing yeah. what you're saying and everything you're talking about, by what you do, it just pushes me more to want to keep doing this. Um, it's just about just getting our words out there, just having a good time. Everyone has a story to tell. Everyone has something to express. And I feel like, yeah, even though it could be for everybody, unfortunately, not everybody can do these things. But at the end of the day, it's like, that's one of those things that Bayonne is missing is that. Like I was saying earlier, everything is so all over the place that if I can use that platform and use that, you know, poetry or music or art, whatever it is, and bring it to that town along with what we have here, I think we can get something. I think we can do some magic here. And, and to me, this is like a first time. I've never done this before. So I'm excited for October 20th. Um, I, I just announced it, but there's no details yet. Mm -hmm. When the, uh, as time comes, I'll provide more details on it. Um, but um, I'm excited for what me and Angela are gonna do. Mm -hmm. And then we had a new member now, Rosie, who became a new member of this platform mm -hmm. with us too. So, um, and she's from Maryland, right? Yep. 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 She so is. it's so, one of those. Go ahead. So it's like I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm just excited for what and, we're gonna do here. So. You know, I just want to put the challenge out there, Andy, because you know I will be coming in from Cleveland. So if anybody wants to travel further to our show than from Cleveland, you'll definitely get all the all the awards and prizes available because nobody's gonna beat me. Oh, right, I look Andy? forward. Uh, I look forward to what day is that, that event? Because I may uh, Friday. That's on a Friday. I may try to may request uh, some PTO and go on by. Oh, snap. Okay. And plus two, okay. Because also, too, Jersey, um, I got some folks that live in um, PA, but uh, Jersey's wow. not that far of a drive from where they're at in PA, so maybe that will give them a chance to see me perform, maybe. So okay. maybe a because i got some cousins aunts and uncles you know well that's um, maybe that far ahead but still details yet to come yeah so we won't write your name down loop. but we will put a maybe question mark yeah. on your name i hope so yeah. it's I great says do it matt i'm not damn right the right. maps on those that could be a, a winner i don't know I have to check the maps but, but i am excited for what we're doing this is the first time for everything but i know for a fact this is gonna be something again i i, I like i told angela i want to i'm trying to do this allen ginsburg-ish type renaissance with poetry and i feel like this year we're slowly getting there with the way we've been networking with everybody we met queen liberati on wednesday and she lives in New York, and we just met up with her um, back in March. Me and Angela met for the first time. Yep. And I was like, wait, why is she cut? Wait, she lives in Ohio. What's going on here? And it's I'm like, psychotic. we've just been connecting, connecting. Um, from my knowledge, we're the only platform at the moment that's doing these interviews slash open mics, if that makes sense, as far as like 
the virtual aspect. So I see the interviews. We're the only one that's really doing this. But I know it's not everyone else is starting to do that, which is good because that's what I wanted. Also, I want to inspire yeah. others to do that. We all have a story to tell. Why can't we tell it? Why do celebrities get to tell stories, but we can't? So why not? Mm -hmm. So that's the way I saw it. And then you guys um, did show up. You would you would definitely beat me. That's like a thirteen hour drive. Wow. Oh yeah, so that's pretty so cool. Angela, you, you're in Ohio, right? Mm -hmm. Have you heard of this open mic uh I wanna say word of mouth, I think. Word of Sounds familiar, mouth. but I I I don't do I think it. it's in Athens, Ohio. That's way but, south from where mm -hmm. I am. Like okay, so but yeah, I had these guys, I think it may have been a few weeks after you came. Mm -hmm. These guys from Ohio they were mm -hmm. traveling but they found out my event mm -hmm. and I actually had thought about checking out their event you know sometime during the fall that would probably so. be closer for you for sure because that's like not where Cincinnati is but it's parallel with Cincinnati okay I know they got uh, an event in Cincinnati is, uh, Ohio University so at, okay I went to Miami of Ohio which is in Oxford so they're rivals yeah, I know they got an open mic in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. I don't know I which know there's one. A, there's one in Columbus, and I think there's a couple probably right next door to me, but I just can't perform yeah. here. I won't do it. I refuse. <laughs> get out of your comfort zone, Angela. Huh? Get out then of get your comfort zone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, no, you know what's funny? She was always the person that hides in the dark. Ever since she met me, I've been pushing her out of her comfort zone little by little. Like, that's, that's thanks to me, by the way. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You oh, brought me out okay. <laughs> okay, so we're almost um, reaching towards the end. But yeah. uh, before I ask you this last question, um, would you mind reading one more piece? Oh, I can do one more piece. Um, all right. I got this one right here. Um, this one should have a title, but another untitled piece. Uh, this one I like. It's kind of from a different perspective because this is not um, someone that, because uh, I know a lot, a lot of friends that dealt with addiction and stuff. And this is just, I guess, coming from someone that hangs around with people that have like addictions. So. After all the days I spent with dope heads, wondering how I never wound up like them, when I could have a thousand times, a part of me wishes I had cracked. Don't ask me why, for the good time, lots of my best times were around them. Now they've died because I OD'd off their presence to where if I ever went back to them, my vows and words withdraw. Thus, I die lying, my spirit going up in smoke, relying on, on that one more drink. Why the hell not? Unlike most of my friends, they won't remember what I remember the night before. I don't 
don't tolerate anything but a high tolerance. I know my limits because it's never over. When I'm face to face against authority, no matter how much they blow it out of a portion, they can't fix what's been popped. And no, I didn't have to use a pill to get my thrills. <laughs> my fix isn't their fix. Because what's there to fix if there's no fix to commit? Wow. That's that Wow. Wow. I definitely relate to that. Um, I, unfortunately, I've lost friends in those, mm-hmm. in that type of way. So I know when you were saying that, I was like, yeah, I I know that feeling way, way too well. Um, this is years, years ago. But um, you know what's crazy? Because, um, see, I, I was sheltered growing up. So those are things I didn't understand. So as I got older and I went to my adulthood, uh, me being sheltered affected the way I saw life and I started seeing things that I really didn't understand and some of my friends are no longer here you know and people who died there are people I actually did consider friends that they just mm-hmm. went through they were just going through a lot one of like some of them like just took their lives some of them OD some of them just like were killed or whatever the situation is but just the whole loss aspect of it um some of them I saw in front of me type of thing, uh, which I, I, to this day, I, I don't know. I feel like this universe must think I could put up with it because I'm like, dude, I, I, I don't even know how I even got through those seasons in my life. But, you know, it, it, it kind of sucks that it's like the people you really enjoy time with, you're just never going to see them again. It's like they vanish. And it's like as yeah. if they didn't exist, you know? And it's just like, what what is is that like how does that even happen you know so it's just one of those things like why would the universe allow that to happen kind of thing um but it's funny because this time i've old too you know and um like i i i I think i told you right angela like you know back in 2013 i almost took my life because i just couldn't take it anymore and all it took was a phone call and a text is what it took for me to change my mind and it's interesting, like, had that not been the case, I don't know. So it's just, uh, yeah, man, uh, so much respect for that. So much respect for that. how powerful man. performance can be, even though yeah. you were, it seems like you're disassociating with the character some real emotion, but it's bringing out real emotion from other people. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Because you're mad awesome, right? Yeah, that's right. That, you know, there used to be a wrestler called Mike Awesome. Just, just want to put that out there. Yeah, I didn't get my name from him, so. Actually, Cole, who's in this, actually gave me the Matt Awesome name, so you can thank Cole ah, for that. Thanks, Cole. All right. Thank you, Cole. So I guess the last question before we wrap this yeah. up is, you know, after I always ask this, so after we all pass on and stuff and all this all good stuff, um, what do you hope to leave behind in a way where what do you hope that people could remember you by once you're not here anymore well in your in your in your perspective of course uh what i would so and that's kind of a i mean with what i do with my shows you know whether i've and i've told some people this like whether you've been to my show one time 
and I didn't know you, or you've been to my show plenty of times, I guess, like, whatever words that I spit out on stage leave some kind of impact. And even, like, I don't know, because if there's, like, so, like if someone just came to my show, they don't know me. But, but the fact that they were able to come out, spend an hour of their life, you know, just watching me do what I do, you know, at least I gave them, like, some form of joy and entertainment, I hope, during that one hour, you know, or multiple hours if they've been to my show like hundreds of times so i guess that you know i mean maybe you know it's kind of hard because i mean i'm right now i'm 26 unlike most of my friends i'm not married i don't I don't have kids maybe that'll change if i ever do get married and have kids but right now i'm just focus on just doing me you know, because um, if I don't get married and have kids, I'll be the last person to have my, I'll be the last person to have my actual last name. So, you know, this day and age, it's kind of hard to really be in a serious relationship. So I'm just kind of like, all right, I'll just form my own legacy in a way that, you know, if I don't have any kids, I'll just have people that have ever seen me perform. Because I do, like, my main goal is to really make it big, travel all the big cities and stuff, and do my thing of spoken word and give them a show to remember. And maybe the words will have a profound impact. Like, obviously, you know, tonight on this interview, a lot of the stuff I've been saying resonates with y'all so that you know really means a lot so i guess that would be my legacy just giving something to resonate with y'all with so absolutely wow. you definitely live on through your words and absolutely i was at your uh, open mic and i think people really were because we had the couple come up to us and talk to us about the yeah. wanting to perform so again, that that open mic inspired them to try and maybe even do it themselves. So that I think you are, in fact, breadcrumbing legacies across. For sure. All right. So um, if you are new to us, we go to the after party, which is the open mic hosted by our friend uh, at Origin of Thought, Rainier, and uh, we'll be over there shortly. So thank you so much for joining us. I'm yes. glad this was your first ever online, and it was with us That's here at right. Rebel Influence. Hi. So, I mean, in person or um, virtual? In person, right? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That was a, thank you so much, we'll man. October 20th. And if you do, you'll definitely be my ass because I'm only like seven hours. Yes. And yeah. More details will come. No doubt. No doubt. I'll tag in everything. Uh, like I said, uh, more details will come by October 20th for Bayonne, New Jersey. It's going to be phenomenal. So, Matthew, thank you so much. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, brother. I, I feel like thank I need this having tonight, me. so thank you. And thank You're you for welcome, saying Andy. yes to us. Yes, thank you, Angela, for bringing this 
fine brother right here. Man. Thank you all for so having much. me on. Like, this was really fun. Like, I can probably talk for more hours. You brought me Queen Liberati. Okay. Um, okay. You brought me Queen Liberati, so I you gotta, brought, I gotta do brought me Matt more. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so, um, oh my we'd, god. I'd like to invite you to the after party as well. We'll get you towards the top if you want to perform one more time. But if you can't, that's okay. Um, everybody else, we'll see you over at Origin of Thought because uh, Andy's going to bed. I'm going to have to do two shifts tonight. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm exhausted. I've had mm. truck for some reason on a Friday, so exhausting. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, I am currently looking for another job, morning. but yeah. Normally, <laughs> I'd be out on a Friday night, but figure I'd stay out or stay in tonight and be here. So, well, word, word. thank you so much, Andy. I get to my other job hosting. Take right. over. Thank you, everybody. Thanks again. Thanks. All right, bye. Yes, oh, and after, wait, before I go, I forgot. After tonight and it's not remember Sunday, let the thoughts out with Rosie. Oh my Rosie. god, I forgot my own fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So jo join Angela and Rosie this Sunday, seven PM Eastern Standard Time for Let the Thoughts Out, the very first episode on Arrival Influence. Uh yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, okay, let me open it. What a <laughs> I may hop on. I ain't got nothing going on Sunday night, so. Please do. I have no idea what we're doing exactly, but we're gonna, I know we're going to ask the tough questions. I know that's what uh, Rosie said on her interview. But, yes, definitely check us out Sunday Sweet. at 7. Sunday at 7. All right. So I'm actually going to turn off live because I'm terrible. Bye. Thank ending. you, guys. So see you guys. Bye.